My name is Jason. I'm 40 years old from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and this is Financial Audit. So what do you do for a living? I own a security franchise. Well, multiple security franchises. Oh, so, okay. How many, how many franchises? Uh, eight, technically, although only oh. six are active. Okay. What happened to the other two? We just haven't launched them yet. Oh, wow. Are these brick and mortar? What kind of security is this? Uh, it's physical security personnel. So security guards Whoa. and patrol services. That's sick. How'd you get into that? Uh, my background was military police and mm-hmm. uh, Marines and the Air Force. I did six years each and um, worked for a couple of years in Afghanistan as a security contractor and came home and found this franchise business and uh, started it in 2013. That's awesome. How many people do you employ? About 150, I think. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And what is, of the six that are active right now, what's, what's your revenue on a yearly basis? Uh, well, we... we Purchased two of them at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year's numbers were about four point two million, uh, but we're pacing this year to do about seven and a half. Dang. Okay. So, How much do you take from this? Not a lot. I'm on a sixty thousand dollars salary, and then I pull out um, about four thousand a month for child support. So an extra four thousand dollars a month for mm-hmm. child support. Yep. On top of that. Yes. And okay. then. Um, just a little bit, uh, just some personal expenses kind of run through the business. So why are the margins so like poo? Well, right now there's a lot of growth happening mm-hmm. uh, with the new additions. We're spending a lot of money on travel. Uh, and really in the last year and a half, really since COVID, we've been investing a lot in overhead staff mm-hmm. for scalability. So we're, we've, we've probably got about six or seven people on our overhead staff now versus two or three. Yeah. So that's so growing. You mentioned travel. So this like... They'll travel to do these uh, security no, things? No, it's territories is the way this franchise mm-hmm. system works. And so uh, six of them are in Louisiana, four are active. And we just bought Little Rock and then a piece of Dallas. And so um, I'm actually moving to Dallas. Um, really? In, in about a month. Yeah. Oh, sick. Wow. Yeah. How much does it cost to get? As someone who's very interested yeah. in the business side of yeah. things, I feel like I'd love to get into the franchising stuff eventually mm-hmm. uh, once I fully bounce my portfolio of real estate versus stocks, which is heavily real estate right now. Either way. What does it cost to get into it? The franchise fees gone up. They charged. Uh, they charge based on um, the population you purchase of the territory. Okay. Uh, and it's it's like uh, I, when I bought it was like thirty five cents per capita. Now it's a dollar. Uh, they just went up on April first, and so uh, and you got to buy a minimum of a hundred thousand. So my going in was thirty five thousand. That's 000. the franchise fee. That's so the fee. in in the Austin area, this metro is two point five. But if you bought the city of Austin, which is weird boundaries of about a million, it's a million dollars. Yes, but if but typically people aren't buying that much. They're buying a small chapter of it, right? So okay. so Houston has like six franchises maybe, and so people have okay. like a, their own little portion of it. Uh, and it, what it does is it keeps people from biting off more than they can chew because mm-hmm. a lot of times people are sitting on too big a territory and, and not able to really service it to sure. the fullest extent. So they're not growing as much. And so their, their interest in the franchisor is to really capitalize on that market by having multiple franchisees unless someone's able to scale right. So of this seven million that might be coming in again you're only going to be walking away with six thousand plus an extra four a month for uh, support? not exactly i mean there's there's some personal expenses intermingling the business like uh, my, okay. my vehicles and insurance and gas yeah, that's yeah. paid for in the business uh you know different things like eating out you know a lot of that stuff i put in the business mm-hmm. that's where some of my excess spending probably comes in a little bit um but that's also temporary so i've been at this 10 years now and it is frustrating to be still doing it and still kind of having a hard time. But yeah, we're also, you know, we've done some territory expansions along the way. Um, we've had we've basically re- reinvesting in the business a lot. So uh, I have a business partner. He and I have, have basically said in the next two years, we really want to see some cash coming out for ourselves. And so we're we're kind of on the right track for that. And we're thinking we're going to start seeing some of those windfalls. Is everything delegation at this point? Do you do any security on your own? Uh, rarely. Uh, usually one off things. Um Something maybe that might be interesting, like something that I've done some travel work this mm-hmm. year that uh, was one off. It's not an ordinarily stuff. We I probably would have turned it away otherwise, but it was interesting enough, so I took the job. Like one was driving to New York overnight. Mm. My business partner and I did that. We didn't want to task our people for it. It was just an interesting thing. Yeah, um, it was grueling, but it was just a change of pace, getting out of the office and doing something. So, what are we charging for security? Anywhere from. I think our lowest is like 24, 25 an hour to uh, up to, I think we have some at like 
40 an hour, 35, 40 an hour for the dedicated work for the patrols. Uh, we charge it's by the visit, not really by the hour. So it's a, it's a little different there. Um, and so we'll go to different type of businesses and we can do spot checks throughout the night. And so we're just charging for those. And so I have my smallest customers are like $500 a month. My biggest are about 25 to 3000 a month there. And in the markets you're in, how's the competition? How like easy has this been for you versus just difficult to, you know, capture market share? Each market is so uniquely different that we're in. Um, Even in the markets in Louisiana, one to the next, even though they're an hour apart are very, very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's kind of an adjustment each one. And we're now bringing on the new markets. Those are new adjustments. Um, You know, some markets we have zero competition. Uh, Other markets, they got a lot. Uh, Like New Orleans specifically has a lot of competition, but... Um, what about this Dallas one that you're breaking into? Um, that one's still kind of new to us. So the Little Rock and Dallas that we purchased, those already had about a million of revenue in them. So uh, we got a good deal on those. Uh, so we already kind of have stuff going. Little Rock, there's almost no competition at all, and people are coming to us. Dallas, where we're at in the northern part of Dallas, Denton, Frisco, McKinney, um, it's still kind of new to us, and there's a lot of newer development there. So we're just kind of starting to get our feet wet. That one we just took over March 1st. So that's still, we're still kind of knee deep in the operations and getting things settled there. What is your, uh, what is the company valued at, and what's your equity position within that company? All right, y'all, we got to talk about something important. Data brokers are making a fortune selling your private data out. And it goes to robocallers and scammers and other people who want to know more about you, like where you live. But that's why I'm excited to talk about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura can identify data brokers exposing your info and submit opt-out requests on your behalf. Brokers are legally required to remove your info if you ask them to, but they make it super hard to do. Let Aura handle it for you. You can try Aura free for two weeks using my link in the description below or by going to Aura.com forward slash hammer. Aura also does much more to protect you and your family from online threats you can't see. It's really easy to set up so you don't have to download several different apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, VPN, password management, identity theft insurance, and more. You get everything at one affordable price. Let Aura do the hard work of keeping you safe online so you can focus on the rest of life with peace of mind. You can either let people continue to exploit and profit off your private information, or you can go to Aura.com forward slash hammer. So head there and start your free two-week trial, or check out the link in the description below. Good question. I don't know the exact answer. Uh, If I had to guess, I'd probably say it's valued at... Million and a half to two, and my equity positions maybe half of that. So the business partner you have is it's like 50, yeah, 50? yes and no. Um, we operate it uh, like one big uh, company, but it's multiple entities. So I yeah. started my franchise first. Uh, a few years later, he started his, and then a few years later, we partnered up for a third franchise. So we kind of had a yours, mine, and ours, and then all this growth has been under the partnership. And so uh, twenty twenty one. No, 2022, we really started running everything like just one big business. Mm-hmm. We just sorted out on the back end of the books. So, gotcha. Okay, well, that's a really good baseline for just like what your life is because it is definitely different compared to most people on here. Uh, in terms, of, we've had a couple people that run small independent businesses, but this is certainly, I think, the most interesting we've had on that front. When it comes to your personal finances, how would you describe your personal finances today and give yourself a score zero out of ten? Uh, one thing that, and I should have mentioned this earlier too, with the multiple entities is that, um, my original franchise I purchased is the only one I take an income out of. That's another part of the disparity in the income. Um, neither of us are taking any profit from the partnership. Uh, it's just kind of funding future growth. And so, um, it's just the one franchise is the only one I, my personal income comes out of, um, and then same for him. That's just how we are structuring right now. Um, but that said, um, I wouldn't say it's awesome by comparison, but I do kind of think of it as I'm really investing in myself and my own future this way. Uh, Long term, uh, I see a lot of prospects, but the short term, the interim, it's it's a bit harrowing sometimes. It's tough. It's stressful. Um, I did my Hammer Financial Score this morning out of Mm -hmm. curiosity. I looked at your your categories Mm -hmm. and um, I I gave myself a 1.4 out of 10. 
1.4 out of 10. Yes. With all the setup that we've had for nine minutes, 30 seconds now, it feels like we should be much higher than a one. Try 10 years of it. Yeah. (laughs) So it's been like this for 10 years. Okay. So what have you just found yourself in? Like overspending, over debt? Like where where have you gotten into this position to be in such a low score? A lot of learning. Um, So initially... And this is kind of where it's it's a bit skewed for me. Um, I started the business on credit cards, which I do not mm. recommend. It was this particular funding program. He said, oh, it's unsecured. Uh, I didn't find out until after I'd gotten pre-approved and we started the process. They opened like 22 different credit cards. Um, and <laughs> my name, my entity, my wife at the time's name, and an entity they set up for her. And then liquidated the funds. So I got 120000 in cash off of credit cards. Mm. And so that's how I started the business with zero income, zero capital, uh, no fallback plan. I came back from Afghanistan and started the business. Um, on one hand, that was the kick in the pants that got me going because okay. that, that $4,500 a month min- minimum monthly payments was oh. uh, before <laughs> anything else had to be yeah. paid. Um, but on the other hand, it was a long tail, you know, getting that under, I, I look back, if I'd have gotten a normal SBA loan, would I have grown at the level I grew at the time? I don't know. So you didn't have any money to try to attempt I, to cash flow this thing. I had no fallback. Yeah. And it was just a matter. So I started it. I had to do my own sales, do my own work at night and just figure it out. That minimum monthly payment is more than like half the country's income. Yeah. It was a lot. That's- yeah. And three months no, six months in, I had uh, 6,000 a month in recurring revenue and 9,000 a month recurring bills. It was very, very tough. Um, so that was a hard thing to overcome. Took me about six, seven years to get some progress on that. Jeez. Um, and how many years ago was this? That was 2020. Yeah. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. The the year of COVID. Three years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, wow. if you want to start something that doesn't require getting into debt, start hitting that subscribe button because we're trying to get to 500,000 subscribers. And thank you to everyone who has subscribed so far. Sounds like you're a subscriber. So thank you. Thank you. Before I yell at you about <laughs> any of this stuff. Okay. Well, I guess there's nowhere better to start than like a checking account, right? USAA. We call this income checking. That's where my deposits go into. Like my, basically, my direct deposits or if I get a check, the deposit goes in there. We started with four cents. Mm-hmm. It's it's like an envelope system. So I actually deplete that on the tenth and the twenty fifth of every month. So it's a hundred percent depleted every single time. There's yes. like no wiggle room. Right. So are there automatic withdrawals? Um, no. Okay. I manually withdraw it. Whew. Okay. I yeah, I was gonna say with automatic withdrawals, that makes me scared. So seven thousand seven hundred six eight. Uh, 86 bucks came in. Now, does that include the money that comes in for child support and then goes out as well? No, I do that in a, a separate bank. You'll see that first horizon uh, account. That one is the account that I use for the child support. So 60,000 divided by 12 is 5,000, but we're having $7,786 come in. Mm, oh, yes. I had to, um, there was a reimbursement. There was either a reimbursement on a, I had to use my personal card for a business expense and I got it reimbursed. Uh, or, it was another issue. So with the move coming up, um, not proud of this, but I did ask my ex if I could basically borrow against the child support for a couple of months um, oh. just to cover for some moving expenses because I didn't have any extra cash in my room, oh. in my uh, budget. So um, basically I pay her 1900 bucks two times a month. I asked her if I could pay her one time a month for two months and then three times for the next two months. I think it's very important as one business owner to another that I found to minimize risk in general and allow you to take those extra steps to get into risk is to have almost like a year emergency fund. But you just haven't... No, I've got almost no savings. So why not a conversation with the partner? Hey, let's just take a little bit out just so we can have a safety net on our own end so we can take these extra times to just continue reinvesting things. Well, my initial... I actually did initially have a conversation with him first about using the business uh, funds to pay for the move because it was a business move uh, for, mo- for all intents and purposes. Um, but when we looked at the money, there's just not money in the business to do that. Our, our money is really the tapped. the overhead is so high? Or just because you've just reinvested it fully into like new all franchises? Of, all of that. Plus, um, there's a, in our franchise system, there's an invoice factoring that happens. It's kind of built in where we're borrowing against receivables to make the, the payments and the payroll and stuff. Is this a good franchise? <laughs> 
it isn't a long term. We're just really in a hyper growth phase right now. And that's that's the other issue, too. I signed a new contract and I'm front and payroll two, three payrolls before that first invoice gets paid. Right. So like that gets heavy. So we just started some big new contracts and some markets. Uh, we've got a salesman that we're paying fat commissions to and he's doing a great job. But well, if, it's a if, long if he's tail. getting fat commissions. Yeah. That should mean super duper fat monies to you. Yeah, but that takes a good six months for that cash flow to really catch up. Yeah. And that's the problem. As the growth keeps going on, that six months gets pushed to nine months to a year because we just keep compounding that, that cash flow push. So that's kind of happening a lot right now. Okay. So let's see. Let's see what's up here. Transferring things around, transferring things around, transferring things around. And that's pretty much it. I can explain the uh, the income account is basically just a, a flow through account. Yeah, uh, it's from the book Profit First. It's kind of the idea that I'm going from um, sure. Mike Michalowicz. The um, the income account goes in, and then the tenth and the twenty fifth, I already have my budget kind of pre portioned um, for what's due. What basically goes in on the tenth, what goes in on the twenty fifth for everything due until the next date. Uh, and so I do that there. So that's when I put. The bills account is where all the automatic withdrawals come through. And then the OPEX account is just my personal budget. And it's like 150 bucks a month is all I give myself there. Uh, and then if I'm lucky, a couple hundred goes into savings in a month. Jeez. Okay. And then USAA bills checking. Yeah, that's the bills account. Beginning balance, four three. Is everything automatic withdrawals on this? Or is anything automatic withdrawals or is this all manual? Uh, almost all automatic withdrawals. Um, okay. Part of my budgeting issue... Uh, not all of it, but a part of it is I'm, I've got a lot of spinning plates and work and stuff in my personal budget. I had to put my bills on auto pay just so I didn't have to be late on them. And, uh, I mean, the money's there, but was that a common uh, thing being late on your bills? Um, no, no, I'm, I'm almost never late on the bills. Um, but the problem was I'd be late on maybe the transfer or something. And well, we so, did have advanced transfer yes. overdraft protection yes. of $1,276. Yeah. So in thankfully USAA doesn't charge a fee for that. Uh, but I do replace that into savings whenever I do finally get to sit down and do the transfers. And so the month of March, I was really behind on that. And by the time I sat down, I realized, oh man, like four payments have come through already out of my savings account. So my savings is really just a buffer for that more than anything else it's not really a savings account and this looks like just paying off things and paying for things yeah in general not like we're going around and purchasing but we do have like phone bills and utilities yeah. planet fitness and yeah. maybe some paying off of cards yeah potentially okay yeah cutting it close in here and then we have that overdraft thing yeah uh and other usaa checking uh OPX. Yeah, that's the OPEX. That's my just that's where I that's the only account I have a debit card to. And that's what I'll use if I'm, you know, okay. stop at a gas station, go to the grocery store. Yeah, Easy Mart. Yeah. Stuff like that. And gas station. Yeah. I'm on the road a lot, so a lot of little Chick small snacks. Burger King. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an emergency fund. No. Do you think we should be going to Chick-fil-A and Burger King and lavish nails for <laughs> before having an emergency fund? No, no. In Macy's. No. I don't think we should. So why are we doing it? we got to get into the mindset. Oh, what, are we, what are we doing? We shouldn't be doing that. Well, to me, it's such a small dollar amount on the grand scheme of it. I mean, I, Yeah, but you don't have an emergency fund. Right. Um, but the, the $200 essentially a month that I give myself for that is not changing anything for me whenever I look at the, the grand scale of it all. What do you mean when you look at it? Do you budget out concretely? Um. Not as not as sharply as I should, but that's what I transfer into that account is about two hundred dollars. Okay, and insomnia cookies again. Well, we don't have a checking account. <laughs> yeah, five dollars went to savings. Woo! Well, we spent yeah. more than that at insomnia cookies and McDonald's and Wendy's. Gas is okay. We're good with gas, and we're driving. You know, gas is okay. This isn't a business account, though, is it? No, uh, there was some issues with my fuel card at like for a, a week or something, okay. and so I was having to use the debit card for gas. Tacos for Life, Twin Peaks. I don't even know what this was. It was a restaurant of some kind. And Taco Bell and Silly Rabbit and McDonald's. $50 from savings in. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't have an emergency fund, and we're transferring from savings so that we can go to McDonald's again. Yeah. And ATM rebate, $3 came in. Okay. Well, McDonald's and Old New Orleans. 
Again, I really don't think we should be doing this. I think we get a cooler and we pack sandwiches until we have an emergency fund. Because it's safer for your business and you being able to take extra risks in different places if you know you have something you can fall back onto for a few months if the business isn't making money or you need to use the money that the business is making to you know put somewhere else and reinvest, things like that. USAA savings. Okay, so we do have minimal. 2,252 start... Starting no, well, this gets worse. But you put a thousand five hundred forty-six or forty-nine in, good. But we took out two thousand five hundred dollars, ended with a thousand two hundred eighty-five. So what's the purpose of this? We're just losing it. We're just leaving. Well, it was the overdraft thing. Yeah, so you were overspending that. on that account. Right. So a thousand dollars, a thousand two hundred dollars was sent over. And again, you're transferring fifty dollars, hundred dollars, hundred dollars, fifty dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, hundred seventy-five dollars, fifty-five dollars, hundred fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, two hundred ten dollars into your checking from savings. What's the point of the savings? This isn't savings. I agree. Yeah, it's it's really just a backup fund for me more so than anything else. So is this your only savings then? Yes. That's really it. Okay, so we don't have an emergency fund. Don't have an emergency fund. We have fund. a what if I accidentally overspend on my McDonald's debit card fund. Essentially. Okay. Well, uh, do you think your personal life and your personal monies and the mentality behind it are different than your business? Because I'd be nervous to, for you to be running franchises if this is what the business, uh, personal accounts look like. It's a fair question. I don't know the answer, um, honestly, right now. How much is sitting in like a, your overall business account? Maybe there's different ones. What do we have? It's not better. Um, That's maybe, dangerous. Maybe about payroll. Maybe about 3000 Yeah, That's scary. Uh, well, we, we're borrowing against receivables on payroll each time. Uh, there's, there's a dynamic at play that's not awesome. What's the dynamic? Uh, so it's, it's, it's fine for a rainy day, but it's not awesome when you get stuck in it. But essentially, the borrowing against receivables, what happens is all the deposits from customers goes to the franchisor. They disperse the funds into an account for each franchisee. Yeah, yeah. So we can borrow against our receivables because essentially they own the contracts, right? So, uh, so essentially they are the factoring service for us. Well, until that account is zero, I don't get that money. So if yeah. I have to borrow for payroll, well, I'm stuck on a negative balance until it gets positive. But if the next payroll hits before it gets positive, I'm not there. So we've been using the stronger franchises to pay for the newer ones and the expansions right now. And so it's kind of a Car blanche across. That's why there's not a lot of money to pull out of the business right now because that's. I don't like that your whole thing is playing catch up. Yeah, it sucks. It really does. Instead of buying new franchises, have you ever thought about you know taking six months so you're ahead and then using what's ahead to open new franchises instead of always playing catch up? That'd be awesome. Um, well, why was that not the choice? The growth doesn't come so quickly sometimes. Uh, some of the sales cycles can take several months, and we only have so many sales resources. Um, mm. the, the opportunities that we purchased literally came to us. We didn't go out seeking them. And when we looked at the opportunities, they were too good to pass up. We recognized we were going to have to have a tight belt for a short while, but we saw the long-term opportunity for it. So mm-hmm. um, we felt we would have regretted not making the move. Is this a credit card? USAA. There is a USAA credit card. New balance, 10952 But you only bring in $60,000. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So this is a USAA credit card? Yes. Is this personal or business? This is personal. All the credit card oh, statements, dude. well, all but two of the credit card statements, or three I gave you, were personal. Dude. Okay. And to set the stage also just for some things that we didn't clarify. So you do pay child support. So how many kids do you have? I have four. Okay. Okay. It's a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> what are their ages? Um, 16, 15, 10, and 7. Three of them just had birthdays in March. Happy birthday, kids. Happy birthday. Wow. So $281 in minimum monthly payments. Let's see what happened here. Okay. You did a minimum monthly payment. Oh, those are credits. Okay, thank God. No, there it is again. There, there it is. So you did exa- You did my least favorite thing in the world. Probably. You did my least favorite thing in the world. Why? If we're doing 287 hours of purchases and you did have credits, maybe that was just like the rewards or refunds or something. But why are we possibly doing 210 hours of purchases on a card we're trying to pay off? I will never understand that. I will never understand that. 
Yeah, that card, um, I don't keep it on my person. Uh, it, I mainly have it. I have a couple things I auto pay on it, like Netflix, um, no, Hulu, maybe. Remove. Put it to your bills account so you know what. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're losing $171.91 in interest. In interest, we have a credit Limit of $11,600. You're basically there with the previous balance. Luckily, our balance is down, but barely at $10,952.72 with available credit of $647. Dude. Yeah. So what? What is the logic behind putting some things on here if you know you have to pay for it? What is the logic so we can combat it? It's, it's simply been I've not had any extra money to make any progress on any of my cards. Yeah, but why are we spending money on it? I, they're just auto pays that I haven't switched over to the bills account. In my head, I'm thinking that the, the minimum payment's covering that, although I know better. I know the minimum payment's not covering that difference. Um, and you're right. I should switch it over uh, to the bills account. <sighs> Death. So, Cox, Benton, Roge. Yeah, some Google natural motion, natural. No, that's that's that games. That's stupid. That's on me. That's fifty four dollars and eleven dollars you spent on games. Yeah, five dollars of Hulu, twenty one dollars of Netflix, and then YouTube Premium, twenty two dollars. Oh, so total two hundred ten dollars, and then the interest was basically almost the same. Total interest charged in twenty twenty three so far five hundred and twenty dollars. $520. Dude, you're killing yourself with this 18.4% interest. That's the good card. You're... Unfortunately. No. Yeah. Uh, it's the only one that I think has current activity on it, but it is... Uh, it's the better interest rate. And... Uh, of the franchise that you take money out of, what? how much could you actually take out of it if you wanted to pay yourself more? What can you take out of it? I don't know right now. Why? I don't know that there is anything I can take out of it right now. More than the 60? Or do you mean right. 60 is too much? Uh, no, I think I need to just stay where I'm at on it for now. Okay. Let's move on. Synchrony? Verizon? That's just... Uh, I get a discount on my bill if I auto pay on the Verizon credit card and then just pay it off in full each month. It's an auto pay. Do you pay this off in full yeah. each month? Yeah. Okay, because it actually reads really weird, so it's kind of hard to... Yeah. It's see. like 200 bucks a month for the cell phone bill. Yeah, but the new balance, but two hundred bucks a month for the cell phone bill, but you're doing a thousand nine hundred. Oh, that was the reimbursement. I had to use that card oh. for something, and I got it reimbursed and got it paid back. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, I just didn't get it before the statement, but yeah. Okay, so normally it's just the two hundred dollars. Yes, yes, that was a one-off. That was why I made a point to get that reimbursed. Why'd you get into the USAA debt to begin with? Originally, it was supposed to be, oh, I'll get the points and pay it off in full each month, and then I can put my auto pay things on it and get the points, and that's fine. And that's what I thought it was going to be, and I want to put in some purchases on it in 2022. Uh, 2022 was a bit of a um, reckless spending year for me, and I'm paying for it now. Okay, so you've seen some of my videos. If you say that, if what you just said is true, what does that make you? An idiot. Not a credit card person. Not a credit yeah. card person. Yeah. You're not a credit card person. No one has to be. Everyone wants... I think everyone who's interested in personal finance in general wants to be a credit card person because you can finesse. But whatever possible benefits you get from it, you're losing $500 a month in interest from one card so far. And you've sent more statements than anyone in the history of the world. <laughs> so I don't even know what else is ahead of us here, but I would just cut them up, man. I'd cut them up. You talked about uh, envelope systeming within there. I would fully do that within the checking account because this is, oh, okay, Banana Republic. All righty. I've never seen someone get a Banana Re a store card to like this kind of balance. What are we? What are we? It's just, what's it's, up? I don't know. I don't even remember what the balance is. I guess I should tell you. $4,764. Okay. That's not from the store, I don't think. I think that's purchases I used elsewhere. That would be a lot of Banana Republic, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. How it's a Visa it card, so I, I can use it elsewhere. So it's just my oldest card in my um, credit history. That's the only reason I've kept it open. But You, should, you made $153 of payments. Minimum payments now, 164 because balances, the balances went down like... 30 bucks essentially with interest charged 
Interest charged $117.55. Okay. You know how positive I thought this episode was at the beginning? <laughs> that is just flowing away from me immediately. Oh, because only the minimum monthly payment, which is all you're doing, is going to take 18 years to pay off with a total of $14,709 paid. $14,000 of the $4,764 you have. Oh, and it's close to maxed out. I mean, no. But you didn't make any purchases, though. No, I'm not oh, really using that. goodness. Oh, my gosh. So how long did it take you to rack up those two debts? 30% interest. Most of that was end of 2021 into oh, end of 2022. Into just last year? Yeah. What a, what a steady double cash card, of which I love, by the way. There was a $0 previous balance and then a purchase of $1,646. That one, that one hurt. I, uh, that was my only paid off card. I was trying to keep it paid off, oh. but I had to put a deposit for the movers. And uh, there was, that's when we determined there was no, there was no money. And this is, why, this is why you're not a credit card person. Because you had to use it. And this is why we have emergency funds. Are you being talked into these things by the business partner? Because I don't know. No, not at all. No. That's I appreciate the ambition. I appreciate it so much. I love it. And, you know, I respect it in a way, but I'm so scared that you're overextending. Do you feel like you might be overextending? I've been overextended for a long time. I, yeah, you're going into credit card debt. The, the challenge I'm having, the, the, the problem that's difficult for me is because I've, before I even started the business on credit cards, I had already paid off 20, 30,000 in credit card debt. Oh, no. I got into 120, paid that off. So, I'm holding 55,000 in personal credit card debt now, and it's not as scary because I've done it before. Oh, That's it should be. part of the challenge that I'm facing is I don't really. When did you do it before, though? Where was your income source? Same with the business. Well, the very first time I was working overseas, and then the second time was with the business. Okay, so working overseas, military? Uh, when I was contracting overseas. When you were contracting overseas, was yeah. the income better? Um, uh, Cash-wise, yes, but not, well, not overall. Yeah, it was it was five hundred bucks a day, but it was like nine months of the year, not not all. Because I'm worried of you getting out of the situation now. In this situation, in yeah. this situation, yeah, at twenty eight percent interest. Oh, so it's gonna start crewing now. Delta Amex. Let's see, no new charges. But oh my goodness, no, dude. Oh. Now this is just making me starting to feel bad. Oh my gosh. Because you're at a new balance of freaking at a, a credit limit of $13,900. We're at a new balance of $13,331. They probably just lowered it. I don't think it was at the limit. Oh my gosh. Oh, minimum monthly payment, $427. Oh, and 60 cents is the minimal salary that you're giving yourself. First of all, are you setting money? I don't see it. Are you setting money aside for taxes? Oh, no. The taxes come out of my W-2. Oh, you've W-2'd yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank gosh. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. With interest, freaking $297 a month and 26 cents. Oh, oh my gosh, dude, that's insane, $297 of interest, oh, total interest this year so far, $869, oh, the purchase, oh my goodness, some of the purchases are 25% interest, some are, some are at 30% interest. It's not awesome. It's not awesome. I think that was uh, understand. How do these balances get bigger every time I'm going through these? Oh, you got these the are chase. getting bigger. I got to the chase. Yeah. I just spit out of disgust at this chase, this chase of death, this chase of death of $24,290. Was this in the same period? Was all this within the same period? Were you just opening credit cards or were these just credit cards you already had? I've already had these. Oh, chop them up, dude. Chop them up. If you've gone out of it and you got back in it again, this makes no sense. There is no justification for possibly keeping this. Would you pay? The, would you? Would you cut them up? Yeah, I think you need to. Yeah, I agree. Oh my goodness! 
Because what's the point even more? $676 in minimum monthly payments with $433 of interest? Dude, I'm I'm freaking out. I'm getting itches in places I don't get itches normally. This is crazy. At least it's only 20%. Only 20%. Crazy. Okay. Bank of America, please, please, please be okay. Please be okay. No, that's the business ones. Now you're getting into the business ones. <sighs> okay. Have I gone through all the personal ones? I think so. Okay. So I don't... Uh, is this for your personal franchises or your stakes in the franchises or is this for the partnership? Is this a legal partnership? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's legal. And is this for the partnership or you? So there are, I think I gave you three business credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one bank of America that's in my entity and one chase Inc in my entity. And then there's another chase Inc from the other entity. I think I gave you all three and those are the only cards that I keep in my wallet for, uh, incidental expenditures as they come up so is this some of your this is where most of my crazy spending might be really yeah so it was ten thousand dollars five hundred ten thousand five hundred dollars payments of three thousand dollars i'm like whoa let's make a progress a thousand two hundred twenty five dollars of purchases with finance charges of 197 dollars that one's difficult because some of the purchases are unavoidable but some are not and i sometimes have a hard time distinguishing the two I don't think you can just, I don't think you can do credit, dude. You need to find a way to get this business instead of expanding it constantly where it is cash flowing ahead of itself. I agree. Because right now you're just drowning, just always trying to, always trying to catch up, always trying to get a little bit ahead, but you just can't. The tunnel just keeps extending itself. So we have $8,990 death of debt with a... Stupid $285 minimum monthly payment. Oh. Finance charge. Oh my goodness. So interest of $197 a month. $48. Because this is also going to just start holding back your business. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It can if, if it doesn't get controlled. Well, it's hardly controlled. It's not being paid off and you're spending double on it what you're, or uh, half of what you're paying off. So we have Amazon and Whataburger and Domino's and Cleaners and Cinemark, Cinemark's business, and Sonic, Scarlet Scoop, Whataburger. I mean, at least eat burgers that are good. <laughs> oh. Meat Market, Airbnb could be a business expense if you're traveling. Abbott's Frozen Custard. Chill Bar, NTTA Online, NTTA Online. I don't know what that is. North Texas Toll Authority. Oh, you don't have to take the tolls. It is quicker to take them. It was an accident. That was me paying back a toll that I didn't know about. That was. Oh, that probably had. Extra it was a twelve dollar troll that turned into a forty four dollar fee. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Amazon and pizza and truck stop. So yeah, we don't have to be doing that when we have when we. I feel like this might be hard to get into necessarily and can truly convince. But if we're in already stupid amounts of debt that we haven't even fully, fully uncovered everything yet, do we need to be going to Whataburger and Sonic and Cinemart and all this crap? Do we need to be? No. How Have you packed food ever? Yeah. The challenge is sometimes, especially this year, I've been on the road a ton with the new franchises and like... I left today. I'm not going to be home for the next two weeks. And so there's some flights involved with that too. So it's kind of hard to pack for that much traveling. And so I'm, I've stayed at Airbnbs cheap as I can find. And I've brought food with me to cook pasta and whatever I can cheap at times. But sometimes yeah. I, I'm at a business meeting and we got to go to dinner. And sometimes I feel like I need to pick it up. Sometimes I'm with my kids and they want to do something. So I go and spend money on that. Oh. And I don't have the cash in the budget for it. I don't have the emergency savings or any kind of backup oh. fund. So it's just not an ideal situation. At least we can write off a good amount, but it would be much better paying down the debt that's killing you with so much interest. Chasing the business. Yes. Previous balance, 24,000. New payments of 7,500. Dude, it kills me every time. You get me. You're my enemy. (laughs) You're doing the thing that pisses me off and I'm getting itches in places because of this. $6,584 of purchases. So that, that 
that card. So the next two Chase Inc. cards, that Bank of America card is the only I'm the only one that has a card to that one. The next two employees have cards to that one. Oh. So they know, well, I have managers in places they need to fix a vehicle, fix a flat tire, pay for an oil change. We have vehicle repairs, things come up. Uh, they got to buy uniforms. There's a lot of expenses like that. We pay for Dropbox. So th- I tried to give you the transaction history for my card stuff and kind of focus on that. The rest is just they're only using for legitimate business expenses. Legitimate? Yes. Is this not business me, but cash then. flowing? Uh, no, not really. Any of it? Just the original franchise? Is that even cash flowing? No, not really. Right now, it's borrowing against receivables. Oh! How long do you think until it cash flows? I think another year. You think? Yes. What's the difference between that and the last 10? Um... Well, a lot of the expansion stuff, the uh, the Little Rock purchase should be paid off by next July. Um, and we got that at 0%, and it's paid off against revenue. So it's not like we had to come out of pocket for it. Um, and then we have some big contracts that have come in for that that should really start cash flow in that one. Um, but, yeah, over the next year, all of those things, plus we're expecting a, a big tax refund to come in our way in the next year. So that's part of the problem that I have is – the because I started this business without a penny of my own personal funds, I didn't. I never put a dollar into this. I've I've been able to cover everything over the last ten years without a penny of my own personal money. It's like I'm playing with house money. It doesn't feel real. Like but I, it is. I know it is. But the fact is that initial credit card loan, while it was expensive and hard to do, my own sweat equity, sure. But it's at a point now where. Everything pays for all that. It's all paid for. Yeah, it's but you're all losing six hundred fifteen dollars of interest on just this card, two hundred on the previous card. Yeah, the challenge for me is that I don't look at it as me losing that money because I never had it to begin with. It's not like I've lost anything. So with a zero dollar investment, I've grown a business to this point. So I can hang on for a little while longer before I finally start getting the cash flows out of it. I am someone who actually appreciates leverage. I'm okay with good leverage. What makes me nervous is is this not cash flowing. I am over leveraged right now. I can yes. definitely agree with that. And by the way, burgers and waffles. Yeah. Well, we are eating out. Can't tell 100% what some of these are and there's cleaners. I think a lot again is a lot of those business expenses that you're talking about, but it should be cash flowing into it or else we're just not doing it. Subway and Amazon and Amazon. And then just a lot of other stuff that probably is business, but because we're spending everything on here, we're just losing it all into interest. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Seriously, it literally just gets bigger. Do you have two ink cards? Yeah, the other one's the other entity. Yeah, because this... That one's got the biggest balance. Yeah, this hole of a card is at 45144 You spent more, or the business spent $1,000 more on here than it paid off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't even matter. I mean, it does. It does. It. I'm just. We're not paying minimums on that. Basically, we pay just to get us off the ceiling so we can keep operating on that. Yeah, you're paying to survive. Yeah. $661 in minimum monthly payments. It's just like at this point, it's just like I can I, I can get the feeling because I'm starting to get the feeling of just, uh, do you feel overwhelmed on this? Like just oh, plenty of times. Out of this. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, my goodness, what it's going to take. Amazon. Oh, yeah, business, business, Amazon, Amazon. Lots of Amazon. Lots of Adobe stuff on both accounts as well. Uh, but then also just, yeah, DoorDash, come on. Uh, I don't use DoorDash. Lyft. That was probably um, someone buying a meal for somebody at work. Yeah, Uber. They should use their own money if they're buying someone else a meal. If I ever use Uber, it's just because I'm traveling somewhere. I'd take a plane. Uh, I try to... a mortgage, you have a house? Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I try to keep my personal expenses moderate. I don't feel like I'm too lavish. I, I did way too much in 2022. And like I said, I'm paying for it now. But day to day now, I don't I don't DoorDash food. I don't take Uber in a lot of places. I, there was a good amount of eating out on your own stuff. Yeah, there's a decent amount of it. But it's not like... Uh, I think it's still under what most people are doing in my head. I guess. But if we're comparing ourselves to most people, most people absolutely suck. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Ooh, it's locked in at a good 2.3%. Love that. So we're not going to pay this off early. No, I'm keeping that. Yeah. A thousand. About 1,500. 514 bucks a month. 
So again, for your take home, how much you're spending on food and how much interest is accruing on all these different things. So that the house, um, because I'm moving, uh, I have a tenant for it. They signed a two year lease. So it's a two year. Wow. Yeah. So it's got, I've got a $1,500 mortgage, but I'm getting 2,400 in rent. Good. And the place I found in Dallas is 2,200 a month. Um, you're renting. Mm-hmm, okay. For now. I can't, I couldn't go to a bank and try to get a house with my credit like this. I wouldn't right now anyway. Yeah. It depends on the situation, the situation, but just I mean, with where you're at here now, I saw a couple extra statements that were sent as well. Okay. This was like the balance. Okay. So what we have here, what we got, not including mortgage, but does include business, $134,794 at the time of the statements of debt owed. But minus the uh, shared business cards, $65,903. Total money monthly payments, $5,384. Not including business, $3,419. Remember, $60,000 is what you pay yourself. Is that after taxes or before taxes? Before. Yikes. So you're probably bringing in like $4,200 on a monthly basis. But $3,419 are minimum monthly payments. Mm. So death. Now... $1,239 $1,239 was spent on food, not grocery, going out, stuff like that. Uh, different bills, 2000 bucks. subscriptions, $260. Definitely need to end those. We just can't do it. Interest and fees, $3,000 in a month, 3000 death dollars of interest. Yeah, that sucks. Your minimum monthly payments plus interest for everything across, and that's eight thousand three hundred ninety bucks. Yeah, crazy. It, it gets. I mean, start throwing the vehicles in too. That it, I mean, all that's in the business, but that's where the, the bills are just astronomical. So some of these numbers are small in comparison. So it makes it hard to really feel like one hundred fifty bucks is a dent or whatever. Yeah, it just all adds up. It just all adds up. How? Uh, what are the what's the vehicle debt on the business? We have about twenty vehicles in the fleet, and um, why do the security people? Oh, to, okay. Oh, never mind. The security patrols yeah. and stuff. And so, I mean, I, I don't even know. I'd have to look at our books to, do you have to a see. Yes. Um, over two hundred thousand in vehicles. <laughs> At probably not the most stellar interest rates at all times. Yeah, especially my credit's jacked right now with all this balance on my credit, and it's making it more difficult and expensive to purchase vehicles. Absolutely. And so uh, that's also where I'm hesitant to close any credit card accounts right now just because I feel like it's already hard enough uh, as we need more vehicles. This is why non-great leverage going into business is difficult because yes. you need to make more purchases to continue. Yeah. But since you're not cash flowing because of all the insanity that is the debt before, then of course you need to pay off your own personal debt. But again, we can't pay ourselves more because of all the debt insanity that was used before. Dude, again, I would just stop expansion for now and worry on getting these. I personally, personally, just from my own uh, standpoint, if I was running this, and I'm going to think about it in some ways of real estate, depending on the interest rates and the debts, and some of these interest rates are really bad, especially with the vehicles and wants needed to uh, continue to expand and operate the ones we already have in order to buy new vehicles, I'd probably sell off a franchise or two. As yeah. sucky as that is, I know, because once you expand, you get it. It's awesome, and you can see the potential returns on it once it gets to a certain point. But just clean up some of the stuff, cash flow, and then cash flow into those purchases instead of always going into debt. I think that would set you up much more secure in the long run. I'm not saying this can't work. I don't have the ins and outs of the business. Potentially it can, but the risk level is immense right now. Immense. Like headed towards like, are you you required eventually to declare different kinds of bankruptcies in the future? I don't think it'll come to that. I Um, hope not. I think that I can continue to hold on where I am. We're, we're basically waiting on windfalls essentially. And that's what is 
unfortunate about the choices I made in 2022 because I don't get to enjoy the windfalls. I just get to see it sucked up and I still have debt after. Yes. And so that's where I, I would tell myself this when I was making all these purchases. Ah, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that and I'll be fine and I'll be okay. And a lot of those things got delayed or postponed and didn't come through like I was hoping they would. And I, I had learned those lessons the hard way, unfortunately. Um, there was a large chapter in the business um, where I was married, and one of the reasons that uh, I chose to get a divorce was I, I thought she spent a lot, and I, I thought that I could do better, and I wasn't crazy about it. And then I kind of showed myself that I was doing it too, ultimately, mm-hmm. I think is a lesson that I learned in 2022 mm-hmm. and through my own behaviors and stuff. Uh, and so, you know, it's something that I learned through that. Um, it was kind of an expensive lesson to learn, but it's a lesson I learned. And I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. Hence me coming on the show. I figured maybe there's, do you see a a path on it or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the path is going to be difficult and it's going to require things that I don't think you're going to necessarily want to do. But I think the first part of it, because in terms of how many hours a week are you working? I don't know, 40, 50 ish. Yeah, so you can't... I mean, you can work a little more, but not too much, like Uber Eats and stuff. But either way, I think what's going to be required for you to bring in more income is to free up more cash flow in the business. Yes. And I think the only way to free up more cash flow in the business is doing something you do not want to do, and that is selling off a couple franchises to pay off some of the debts and get this point to a cash flowing thing. Yeah. That's something from this conversation... I don't think it's something you're even going to consider. No, that's actually something my business partner and I have talked about. Really? Um, yeah, two things we've talked about is uh, one of the franchises that hasn't launched yet, selling it. There's no revenue on it, but um, what it will do is, is actually free up some cash flow and the others. Yes. Um, and then the other thing is uh, he's actually refinancing some debt. He's not near as bad as I am. He's he's a lot better than I am. Um, but he, he had, we had a phone call this morning where he's, thinking about getting some things refinanced and if he has some excess uh that forty four thousand dollar card that's eating him alive he can't stand that either and uh so he's talked about hey i can refinance this until we get this next windfall out of that franchise that we're expecting uh and i can refinance it at an interest rate that makes sense at least and so that'll at least take that because he said what we're spending on interest i mean we could hire somebody for that and that's the reality of what we're sitting on with this, this and so he's he's contributing in that way as well so he's i mean a tremendous partner to have um, you know, I'm just, we're, we're just doing the best we can to keep up, but we're also distracted a lot with things coming up day to day. Okay. So if you guys do do that, that'd be great. Freeing up some cash flow. I think almost a way I would look at this, uh, your credit cards, uh, your credit cards. So or your credit score is so bad in a way mm-hmm. where it's like, one thing we could do because these balances are insane on the credit cards and the a lot of people hate SoFi and there's you know good reasons too. One thing they can do, and I talked about it as a sponsor once on the show of a product they do offer that helps in this kind of situation, and you can look at other companies as well, they're not a sponsor. But instead of these 30% you're paying on all this, consolidating it down into something that's like 15, 16%, absolutely terrible interest rate, so much better. Now, don't think you can, you know, let the foot off the gas or whatever because you refinance, you accomplish something. But it helps pay off the situation in a little, in a better way. The mortgage, we're not even thinking about that. We're just paying for it, and now that's cash flow. And use anything extra you have there to throw at the debt. But I would probably consolidate as many of these credit cards as you can into a lower interest thing. And then freeing up as much cash flow in your business by paying down the business debt as aggressively as you can, I think makes sense. At least the ones that are bad interest. And obviously these business cards are bad interest. I don't know the car situation, the vehicle situations. You'll have to look at that, make determinations on your own. But these at these 30%, you know, minimum monthly payments of 615, 660, 200 bucks. When you can free up some extra cash flow. Oh, sorry, that was just interest being accrued. The minimum payments are also insane. But if we can clear up some cash flow, increase your income to like $70,000, $80,000 over the next you know, six months, 12 months, then you can start hammering more towards the debt. What matters right now is you certainly need to be hitting the... Also, the minimum monthly payment 
on the consolidated thing will also be better. Right. So it'll be easier for you to pay off because we're kind of in survival mode right now. You can clear up some cash flow. You got a strict budget yourself, strict budget. You know, besides the, you know, use any budgeting app, use a spreadsheet. I don't care. You're going to have your rent. You're going to have your utilities. Healthcare is already taken care of through work. I don't really have healthcare. Okay, get healthcare. It's important. I uh, I, VA. I think get through the VA. I've just never registered. Okay, register. <laughs> Definitely register. And so, okay, so rent, utilities, uh, and then, of course, car and gas is through the company. But on the personal end, you find ways to prep, meal prep, stuff like that. Put it in coolers. Warm it up as you travel. Minimize expenses as much as possible. But we just cannot be eating out anymore. We can't do anything. You know, you need to lay out the budget, see what money is free, but try to minimize everything, bare bones, bare bones, and everything else goes towards the consolidation. Mm-hmm. Just paying it off as much as you can. And then the more cash flow we free, the more goes to paying this off. So you've got to take care of the business debt a little bit to free up some cash flow, maybe sell some things uh, within the business like franchising. Um, and then as much cash flow as possible, bare bones budget, we are paying off personal debt. This is going to take a long time. I don't know how long, but you're just going to have to stay like incredibly mentally strong through this because you're going to want to eat out. You're going to want to take your kids to do nice things and you can do free things and other people can pay for things as well. But unless you want to be like this situation ballooning into your 80s with nothing saved for retirement, correct? Mm -mm. Yeah. And at 40, that scares me dramatically. I'm not really worried about retirement. I would be. <laughs> this this essentially is my retirement strategy, is, is selling this essentially at some point. Well, I hope so. That's certainly a big gamble. Mm-hmm. But either way, this balloons to our 80s if we're not dealing with it. So that's why the temporary sacrifice of the next however many years it's going to take. And you need to get an emergency fund after that bad debt's paid off. It's just, I'm, I'm scared. This yeah. is scary. I have a few prospects of things. They're not happening tomorrow, right? But um, the Little Rock franchise, for instance, uh, actually does cash flow okay, but our franchise went through a big brand refresh, and so we had to rewrap some vehicles and do a lot of stuff and register the new vehicles. So we ate up some cash on that, but we're catching that back up, that one, that one at least. Uh, so we're hoping to see that start to finally get to – that'll be our first one, I think, getting to positive cash flow on top of the new contract they kept. That uh, that territory uh, has about a ten thousand. It's ten percent of revenue is what pays the the note on that essentially, and it's zero percent interest. Um, so it was three hundred ninety thousand. Well, that we're paying about ten thousand dollars a month right now, about a hundred, maybe about twelve thousand dollars a month right now against the note on it. So once that's paid off, that's free cash flow. But the other benefit is I've got a very big contract I'm looking at possibly starting in November. Uh, that'll put another, I think. Twenty-six to thirty thousand dollars a month um, on that note as well. So when I put that, because I was curious, well, when do we pay this thing off? By eighteen months, that franchise will be paid off, and that'll free up about thirty thousand in cash flow. So that's where it's a waiting game until then, right? And we can still cash flow in the meantime at a, a yeah. modest amount. Uh, so it's just to me, it's okay. Can I stay alive for a year? And then that cash flow helps me. But then the other thing that we've got on is the uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the ERC employee retention credit credits that a lot of businesses are, I just got all that filled out. We're expecting a huge amount coming from that. Mm-hmm. So we spoke on the phone this weekend about the plan of, okay, if we get this, where do we plan on doing it? And essentially what hey, we're wanting to dead. do is, well, we can pay off all the credit cards and park a hundred thousand in each business uh, to stay there as a buffer. Okay, and then we're not borrowing against receivables anymore. So good. that's, we've already got that plan, but again, I don't have that dollars today. That could be yeah. nine months before that comes in. So, it, I'm still a year out from any kind of lifeline and I can still keep selling along the way and, and try and doesn't mean that I can't, this is where old me would have, okay, I'm going to get all this and fine. I'm, I've kind of modified myself a little better. I'm like, okay, it's just going to suck in the meantime and I'm going to do what I can so I can at least enjoy the windfall instead of seeing it all gone. So any progress I can make in the next year is great. But ideally, in the next year, I should see a lot of these problems. And also, while away. you're waiting, don't get your little excitement of right. let's expand. No, no, no. We've actually talked about that too. Uh, he's more of the itch for expanding than I am. Uh, however, 
with both of these coming on in a three month time frame, that was a lot to bring on. And we both said, we're not doing anything for two years at least. And so we're going to stabilize what we have because we kind of deep. And then we also said, we're not going to grow again until we actually have a better stability point to do it uh, with including cash in each market to do it. So there's, there's other things that we've learned along the way. So mm-hmm. basically I tell people this is the most expensive college education I could have gotten. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous. I hope those things work out. I hope um, so too. We definitely probably a year, just how long things are going to work. Definitely going to want an update though. Yeah. This is quite the situation. Given my thoughts on it, I'll let you have the final word. Um, I don't know any better way to do than I'm doing right now. I, I wish that I did. I'd be happy to try it. Um, but I do appreciate you listening and, and uh, I hope that my situation is at least unique enough to maybe give some people some advice in one good way or a bad way. Absolutely. Hey, don't do this. Or if you're in this situation, maybe do something different. But uh, yeah, it's stressful, but um, I'm surviving so far. I, I, I will say um, that was, that was going to be the final word. But since you said like, you know, uh, I'm doing what I think is best and I'm open to other ways. What I would do when the extra cash flow comes in with these uh, business accounts, the balances they're at, I would just snowball them so pay smallest off to largest until you're clearing more cash flow on your different debts include the cars in them if they're bad debts as well if they're over like five percent then from there i would definitely refinance again your personal debt into a credit consolidation if you can if not with where the balances are you could pay off the maybe the a thousand one and then the four thousand one and then from there with where the balances are and where the interest rates are i'd avalanche them which is paying the highest interest to the lowest interest and that way, you're taking the advantage most of time and the interest. So that's how I'd personally go about it, okay. clearing up as much cash flow in the business so eventually you can take some more away to pay off your personal debt, okay. I think is key right now. Yeah. And then we can expand forever. <laughs> uh, I've got a finite limit on that myself. <laughs> cool. Anything else? No, thank you very much. I think I've been screamed at the least amount on this episode, so I'm <laughs> proud of that. I got squeaky a little bit, but there's... <laughs> This is so much here is almost overwhelming for me, and that's rare. So, <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank you. For Jason and his hammer financial score, I think he hit the nail on the head. So, spending within a budget, one out of 10. He's not spending in a budget, he's overspending. He's transferring some savings to save himself. Debt, one out of 10. Only getting a one because, you know, he doesn't owe the IRS extra money and he's not in collections. Retirement, there's nothing. Zero out of 10. Emergency fund, there's nothing. Zero out of 10. Real estate, Okay. He had a primary residence. He's turning it into a rental as he takes care of a rental. It's going to be six out of 10. Obvious ways to improve that is getting a couple pieces of rental property, but that's still pretty good. Six out of 10. Had aggregates to a 1.5 out of 10 for Jason's Hammer Financial Score. Make sure to check out the resources in the description below and don't forget to follow my Instagram and Twitter. Thanks.